queens, and welcome to Captivation Radio, a podcast designed to help women go from mediocrity to queen status. I'm your host, Fallon, aka the Queen of Captivation. I'm an intuitive business and branding coach and a wellness professional. Each week, I'm going to talk about creating a life and business of your dreams. Tune in and learn how mixing the work with the woo will help you create a life that is truly fit for a queen. Hey queens, welcome back to another episode of Captivation Radio. Today I'm going to talk to you about the different ways that the universe communicates with you. As you begin to trust your intuition and maybe even growing in your beliefs about what is out there in the unknown, it's natural to start asking for signs or asking for answers But then, how do you hear those answers? How do you know if it's really a sign or if you're just like reading too much into things? Before we start, you have to remember what I told you in the intuition episode. You have to be present. You have to make time for stillness. And you have to have faith if you are ever going to be aware of all the signs around you. You have to believe that there's signs in order to see them, right? And you have to be pausing, taking time, like noticing things around you unless you just want the signs to hit you in the head because I mean that can happen eventually if you don't pay attention so signs often start off subtle and gentle but they can get incredibly loud and persistent if you've not listened to the earlier 20 times the signs tried to talk to you and signs are generally not how they're portrayed in popular media so you know, movies and TV, they tell you all kinds of crazy things. But most signs won't include physical angels standing in front of you telling you exactly what to do. Or God's face in the cloud just like screaming like, hey girl, this is what you need to do now. It's generally not going to be like that. Maybe sometimes. Not in my experience, but maybe for some people. And it definitely would make it a lot easier if it was like that. But it's not. So we got to learn to listen to the subtlety. And we have to remember that signs can come from anyone, anywhere, anytime. There is not any person that's not worthy enough to be the person that carries the signs for you. So everybody in the universe is connected. All people, whether you like them or not, everybody is connected. Really, everything is connected. Everyone, everything, every being, everything is connected. And this could mean that a sign could come from anywhere, at any time, and often through people you would never expect to learn from, so don't count anybody out. Signs for you might show up differently than they do for other people. Like I said, it kind of depends, I think, on your communication styles for one, and there's just so many other factors that go into it. But I know for sure two people can see and hear the same thing and interpret them in two totally different ways. What feels like a message for you may mean nothing to the next person because the message wasn't for them. So you have to rely on your own intuition to determine what signs are for you and what they mean. You can't be like, hey, bestie. What does this mean? I saw this. And she's just like, I don't know. Because it wasn't for her. It was for you. 
And she might not even notice it because it was for you. Nobody can tell us what our signs mean. Okay, so let's get into how the signs come to us. One of the first ways is through other people. So have you ever asked for a sign and then later you have a conversation in which you receive an answer from someone who had no idea what you were thinking about? Like they answered your question, but they really had no way to know what your question was. This is one of the ways that the universe works through people. It doesn't even have to be an in-person conversation. We're all incredibly connected these days through social media, and it only makes sense that some of our messages are going to come from people on social platforms. I know you'll see a lot of content creators say, I have a message for someone out there. Now, of course, some of these people may not actually have a message for anyone. Some of them are going to be frauds. That's just the way it is. But... Others may have a message for you. I'm not convinced it's just because you're on their For You page that the message is for you. But you should always take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't, no matter what the people are telling you. And I believe as we scroll, we can see messages that we need to see. There are days when I'm only online for a few minutes throughout the day, even though I know it probably seems like I'm online all day. I'm not, I promise. And... In those few minutes, I see the same message in five different ways, which can be completely crazy. So I talked about this a couple weeks ago on my intuition episode, but I'm going to tell you again in case you didn't listen or in case you need me to tell you again. So I had asked aloud what type of program would help people right now. Like, what do people need from me? Because I, my job is to be of service to other people, right? So what do you guys need from me? And within medicine, Within minutes, I should probably learn how to talk. Within minutes, I received a message from one of my clients asking about intuition. Then a few minutes later, a friend of mine commented on a post talking about how conditioning gets in the way of our intuition. And as I talked to the first person, my client, about uh, our conversation about intuition, it started progressing into how we're intuitive when we're born and when we're young. But as we go on, we're conditioned not to listen to it. And then, before you know it, my intuition boot camp, the Queen Mini Mind, was born. And a reminder, it starts tomorrow, so you need to sign up today. All right. Another great example is when I wanted to start my second podcast. I swear this whole episode is not self-promotion. But if you didn't know, I started a new podcast. (laughs) So I knew I wanted to do a true crime podcast. I'm obsessed with the law, if you know me. Definitely obsessed. I'm obsessed with criminal justice reform, all the things. And I knew that I wanted to do a podcast focusing on unsolved murders, missing persons, wrongful convictions, things like this in my state that aren't getting the attention that I think they should be getting. And that's to no fault of people most of the time. Well, some of the time. Anyways, I started researching these cases and working on it in the background. I have a whole detailed, crazy Trello board full of cases. And I started it multiple times, like started doing this research, working on it. And then I would be like, okay, I'm ready to start. And then something would be like, nah, you're not ready to start. So I stopped. And then for a while, I was like, you know what? It just doesn't feel like the time. I'm going to take a pause and not work on any more of this for a little while. 
Then fast forward a few months, and I'm scrolling through my groups on Facebook, and I see a woman asking if anyone has ever considered starting a Wisconsin true crime podcast. So I stalk her page a little, and then I decide she passes the vibe check, so I'll answer her. And I finally go back on Facebook and comment, like, hey, I am definitely interested. And we started talking, and we set up a day to meet, like, a month in advance. And normally, like, that far out would stress me out because I'm like, "Uh, I'm ready to do it. Let's do it now. But I was like, this is cool. And then when we finally meet up, we have so much in common. And everything works so well together. Like our styles of working, everything are so perfect. And so we started our podcast, All the Sins of Wisconsin, a few weeks ago. It's going super well because we work so well together. And I'm having a much better time than I would have if I would have just been in my office talking to myself like I am most of the time. So that's just a way that You know, I listened to my intuition about not starting, but then a person popped up and there was my answer just like that. And I don't even generally go on Facebook at night. So the fact that I just like happen to hop on and go in this group and see her post, I don't feel like was a coincidence. All right, then we have synchronicities. So synchronicities are things that happen over and over and over again, but they have no real connection or like cause to be happening. So for some people that'll be like seeing the same thing over and over and over again in different places, things where the thing doesn't have any business being there. Like um, randomly seeing like pink flamingos different places. Like, all of a sudden, you keep seeing this pink flamingo over and over again. Synchronicities happen to remind you that you're on the right path. That's their sole purpose. So if you see a message over and over again, or like some people will say, you know, I saw a balloon here, and then I saw a balloon here, and then I saw a balloon here. Like, this blue balloon is everywhere. What does this mean? And that's just a sign that you're on the right path. Synchronicities go way deeper than that, but... I'm not going to, like, talk about synchronicities for an hour today because I have lots to tell you. So then we have numbers, which I know this is one of people's favorite ones. Do you often see repeating numbers? You know the ones, like 333, 1111, 555, etc. Or do you see numbers that have meaning to you often, like your birthday? Like, my birthday is 1212. I notice 1212 on the clock a lot and on different things. And these are often signs. So with numbers, all numbers have an associated meaning. We know like the repeating numbers are often called angel numbers. So they all have a meaning associated with them that you can look up anytime that you're seeing. Like if you're noticing this time all the time, look up the meaning and see what the message is. But also, aside from the meaning of the numbers, I find it is important to pay attention to what you're doing What you're doing, what you're feeling, what you're thinking about when you see the numbers. Because often the message is a reassurance that you're on the right path. And although messages are often associated with positive outcomes, 
There are times when repeated numbers are going to be a warning. So I don't want to sound crazy and ominous, but if you're having issues with someone or something and the number is popping up, it could be trying to draw your attention to the situation. Like if you're in the middle of an argument and you notice the 333 on the clock, it might not be an the your angel saying like, hey, you're doing great. It might be your angel saying like, hey, why are you having this argument for the 25th time? Like, what is up with this situation? This needs to be handled now. So this is one of the reasons I think it's really important to pay attention to your individual circumstances when you're seeing the numbers. And then the next one is music. Do you ever wake up with song lyrics in your head? I do. I think in song lyrics a lot. I don't know if that's like a generational thing or it's just like me and my friends thing. <laughs> or do you ever suddenly just get a certain line out of a song stuck in your head? Or maybe you got in the car and the same song is always on or a song mysteriously gets added to your playlist. Like I've never listened to this before. Where did this come from? And music is a great way for the universe to connect with you because there's the emotion in the songs, the words, the sounds, like the melody, the beats, everything can have a meaning and share a message with you depending on the way it makes you feel. Sometimes it's the words, sometimes it's the feeling. All different things can be communicated through music. So pay attention if those little odd music things are happening. And then a lot of times we have random thoughts. Like, do you ever just have something come into your mind from absolutely nowhere like you just think about a person out of nowhere somebody you haven't talked to in like five years their image just pops into your mind and you're like why am i thinking about this memory of this person and then five minutes later they call you or message you even though you haven't talked forever that's intuition and then, of course, there are literal signs. So street signs, decorative wooden signs, bumper stickers, store signs, all kinds of physical signs can hold messages for us. This can be a way that you see repeating numbers. You could see a billboard that has an answer for a question you've been considering. There are all kinds of ways these signs can communicate. If you're like me, you don't pay much attention to the signs all the time, especially places that you always drive. You don't really need to look. You know where the road is. You don't. You know where your exit is. You don't pay attention to the numbers. But then randomly, my attention will be drawn to something like a mile marker or like the miles to wherever sign. And I'll notice a repeating number. Things like this are not a coincidence. Although the signs are always there, your attention is not always there. And there may only be a few people who truly look at that sign and pay attention to it a day. And then the next one is dreams. So I also talked about this for a moment on the episode about intuition. But dreams can answer many of our problems. If you have a lot of recurring dreams or dreams with this similar theme, I want you to pay attention to that. Look up the meaning. Your subconscious and the universe are likely trying to tell you something. For me, my dreams are pretty literal. Like, they're real life things. I could wake up and be like, did that really happen or that was a dream? That's how realistic my dreams are. I don't really have symbolism. I have real things. So I dream of real life scenarios. I work through my problems in my sleep. And I often wake up. 
I often wake up knowing the answer to questions I had before I was going to sleep. And for others, their dreams are confusing and full of symbolism. So that's like a different, different person by person kind of thing. So these dreams will take a little bit more effort to work through, but it can be done. You just need a good dream interpretation book, Google, or the help of an outside source because there's a lot of people that do do um, dream interpretation. And then the next one is technological issues. (laughs) Have you ever had issues with technology that were driving you absolutely crazy and then you realize later that the issue actually helped you? So I'll give you an example. Last week, I was trying to record this podcast, and for some reason, my privacy settings are goofy on my new laptop. I struggle with getting my mic to connect. Like, it doesn't like to switch back and forth between mics. It's just a whole thing. Every time I have to change a whole bunch of stuff, I get super mad. And I had been talking about bringing my desktop to my office for the longest time, but I had been procrastinating for a lot of my own reasons, things like being scared that school would shut back down again, things like that. And I didn't want to move it twice. And also, I couldn't move it with a boot on my foot. So, while I was struggling, something said, just go get your desktop and stop messing around. Because it's so much easier to record on my desktop. And it has so much more space. So instead of recording that day, I spent the day moving the last of my home office, my real office, and getting everything set up. And then I also got to rearrange my room, like my office space in my room, and now everything feels more peaceful. And then the next day I got to record and I was in a happier, calmer headspace than I would have been if I would have gotten my mic to work. I would have still been like irritated from having to mess with it for 40 minutes before I got it to work. So everything worked out. And another example, as many of you know, last year I was writing a book and I lost the whole entire thing, which was very, very frustrating. And I believe this was a combination of Mercury retrograde and the universe. Because the book I was writing was good, but I'm not sure it was great, in all honesty. (laughs) Without this interruption, I would have continued writing something that I would have found mediocre, and then I would have been upset. In all honesty, the book was going to be very helpful, but surface level. I simply simply wasn't ready to go all the way woo-woo with my audience yet, so the book wouldn't have really been me. It would have been just what I felt like sharing or talking about at the time. Although I cried a lot over all of my work that was lost, I had a clear knowing that this was done by design and it wasn't an accident. I absolutely knew that. And that's how technology works sometimes. If your text or email isn't going through, reread it and see if it's written the way you want it to be received. Or ask yourself if the person receiving it really needs your message right now like is this something they really want to hear right now maybe not and then adapt accordingly i know it's hard to look for something bigger like a bigger meaning when you're frustrated but it's always helpful to be mindful of the many things that could be going on because there's never just one reason for something and then the next one is physical symptoms 
So I want to preface this section by saying if you have anxiety, you may not be able to differentiate between which symptoms are intuitive and which are anxiety. Because a lot of people are saying my intuition, my intuition, but in reality, it's anxiety. So if you have anxiety, well, not even, just everybody, any changes in your life are going to come with doubt, okay? Any change causes doubt because it's something new and our body's not used to it, our mind's not used to it. There's going to be some kind of resistance to change. If not, we would all change everything all the time, but that's not the way it works. So if you suffer from anxiety, this is going to be amplified, And this will lead you to feeling anxious and having all the physical symptoms that come along with anxiety, when in reality, making a move or making a change is the best thing for you, but your body can't tell that. So if you cannot differentiate between the physical symptoms of anxiety and the physical symptoms of like an actual intuitive fear, then I would rely on other methods of communication until you can work with someone and work through these issues. Because generally, intuition is going to show up as a calming feeling. It's going to be different, but it's generally not going to make you feel bad unless there is like an alarming situation going on. All right, so we all know that emotional issues can cause physical symptoms. Sometimes the universe will use your physical body to communicate with you as well, and sometimes they're not nice not so nice ways so y'all might be sick of my story but i like to tell it because it's such a savage way of the universe communicating for months i questioned whether or not i should stay with my training job i was burnt out with it but i kept forcing myself to go because you know it was part of my routine i loved some of the people there and it just felt like i didn't have a valid reason to quit even though i didn't want to do it anymore i got stuck in that little trap So I got more and more frustrated because the hours were messing up my routine. I really didn't feel like the way things were going, I was able to make the impact that I used to make. And I was absolutely over the constantly changing staff. Like I was the person that was there the longest and there's always new staff coming in and just, it made things really hard. But I kept doing it. Then July comes, it's a Wednesday, and I'm leaving the class that frustrates me the most. I come outside and I'm in a serious mood because things hadn't went well, but it's sunny outside. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to pop the top on my Jeep. I'm going to suck up some sun on the way home. That should change my mood. We're going to reset this day because at this point it's only like 1030 in the morning. I'm going to restart this day and it's all going to work out. So I get up on the top. I get up, get the top folded back and I jump off the step the same way I had a million times before, like. I do this every day, but somehow I land on the edge of the parking lot where the gravel starts and I can literally hear my ankle crack. So this leads to me being in a boot for what felt like freaking forever, but my hard head self still finished out my classes in July and August, but I acknowledged to myself during that time, like it was really time to move on. When I couldn't miss class because I had no substitute, things like that, it was just like, yeah, you're going to teach a fitness class in a boot. You really need to stop. And my ankle was healing so slowly, which 
It does. When you, like, tear a ligament, it, it heals really slowly. But I don't generally heal slowly, so that was really frustrating, too. So finally, I give my notice. I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. I give my notice. And I swear, within a matter of days, I was almost fully healed. Like, between my two-week checkup with the doctor, she couldn't believe the difference. I went from being in the boot to not wearing a brace at all. And it was like the universe told me I was going to feel the physical pain until I just did what I was supposed to do. And I'm hard-headed, so sometimes it's got to be like that for me. Next, we have closed doors and roadblocks. Are you ever rushing to get somewhere? You run into road to roadblocks, detours, slow traffic. It's often a sign that you need to slow down. Maybe not just in that moment, but in general. So many people are in such a rush that they're not really enjoying their life at all. You need to pay attention to how you feel when these things come up. Other days, these are a sign that you're not meant to go to your destination. So ask yourself, like, where was I going when this happened? Are you on, a way, on your way to a job interview you feel unsure of? Maybe that job's not for you. Were you on your way to a date? Maybe the universe just saved you from a terrible date. So just pay attention to what's going on. Whenever something bad happens, I try to stop and be mindful of, well, maybe something worse could be happening. Whenever I have a delay, like leaving the house or something. Because there has been more than one occasion that, for whatever reason, I got delayed leaving for the day. And just missed accidents. And you hear stories like that a lot. Like, if I would have left 15 minutes earlier, I probably could have died. Stories like that. So delays aren't necessarily a bad thing. I try to assume they're not a bad thing at all, that they're really a sign for some reason or protecting you from something. And then the next thing is, does your life feel like it's in alignment or are you struggling? So are things in your life flowing or is everything hard? Because when you're in alignment with your path, then you will feel energized. The ideas will flow easily. Doors will open for you. Contrarily, when we're out of alignment, everything is hard. Just so freaking hard. We feel drained by our work. Life feels like a chore. There are constant issues in our way. When things like that are happening, we have to pay attention to what we're doing. And we always need to pay attention to what we're doing and talking about when we feel our best because it's not a mistake that we suddenly feel our best when we're doing certain things. I mean, seriously, have you ever heard somebody talk about something that they are passionate about and see the way their light, their face lights up? Like, that's magical. You cannot tell me that that is not divine. And then the last one I'm going to talk about today is downloads from the universe. So the term downloads has been one of the catchy buzzwords for the last couple of years, but I'm not sure it's often well explained since a lot of people just say it in passing, like, oh, I got the greatest download today. And people are like, okay, sure. So I'm just going to touch on this topic today. And then next week, I'm going to dive deeper into it when I talk about different types of psychic abilities, because downloads can come in multiple different, different fashions, and it varies greatly from person to person. And it would be like another hour. So we're going to talk about it more next week. But I do want to tell you a little bit. 
So what downloads are, are the universe, downloads from the universe, <laughs> I need to learn how to talk, downloads from the universe are spiritual messages or communications. They can be messages for you or for someone else. Like, have you ever just known you had to say a particular thing and the words just come out without you knowing where you got the information from? This is an example of a download from the universe. Like, when you meet someone and you're like, I don't know why, but I feel like I have to say this. And sometimes it's awkward. Go ahead. Make it awkward. I do it all the time. If you haven't read the book Big Magic, it's one of my favorite books by Elizabeth Gilbert. So in the book, she talks about how the universe gives you ideas through these little fairies that flit around and whisper in your ear and give you all of your creative ideas. And this is my favorite way to imagine the universe communicating with me. So you can imagine it however you want to. And then tune in next week to learn more about what downloads, how you can tune into them more often. I love you all, and I am so happy to have you here with me again today. And don't forget, today is the absolute last day to sign up for this month's Queen Mini Mind. And this month's theme is intuition and deconditioning limiting beliefs. If you do need a payment plan, you need to message me, and I will send you the link for that. I love you all. Have a fabulous day.